You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you like we definitely are all a family and we know we're going to work together no matter what. And I just, for me, I hate drama. I hate like bad blood. I hate, you know, the big elephant in the room. It's just not part of my personality because I'm here just to have a good time and go home. Mm -hmm. So when there is drama with me, it's really hard for me. So that's why I, you know, decided to step back and take a break because it's not the show that I signed up for anymore. But I feel like, yeah, when we do fight, we end up definitely making sure that we make up because we are a family at the end of the day. And, you know, people do fight. It is what it is, especially when you're filming that show. Cause you know, we're stuck in a house staring right. at each other for, you know, three weeks. So, I mean, it's bound to happen, but I feel like overall, we just, overall, we just want to have a good time. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know, it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 208. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe, 208. Yep. That's a new way to say it. Haven't I been saying that? Have you been what saying have zero? I been saying? That you've been saying like 206? Oh, maybe I haven't been I saying O. It was the zero that threw me off. It's, it's, it's hard to say. It's very uh, upper Midwestern. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not saying like two nil eight. Maybe that's how people in the uck say it. I don't know, but I don't like that. I don't. I wouldn't remember to say the nil. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would either. be like, wait, what am I supposed to say? It'd be like when you move to Canada and you have to say A to Z. Yeah. I would never succeed. <laughs> I would flunk out of kindergarten. Oh, no. Which I might have. That's our little <laughs> secret. So, uh, I guess exciting slash dangerous news in our house this week as... Uh, <laughs> yeah. As my uh, my 16-year-old son, your stepson. Yes. Uh I just I was clarifying for the listeners for why I was identifying as my son, not your son. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a weird uh, got his driver's license at long last. So it's like, whew, that's yeah. a little nerve wracking. Very, that's, especially when driving with him. Yes. Like they really that's that's yeah. the standard. Oh, OK. Yeah. 
All well, right. I'm sure people thought the same thing when we got our driver's I license. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Every day I feel older and more like my parents. These crazy kids and their nine inch nails. Yeah. And, or in my case, these crazy kids and their Al Jolson. <laughs> I don't even know who Al Jolson is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Singing all their songs through megaphones. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Nine Inch Nails. My mom would actually let me play Nine Inch Nails in the cassette deck Ooh, on the way to school. Fancy. Yeah. I, I'm i so old. I had the uh, eight track adapter for cassette. So you it was it looked like an eight track and you put your cassette in it so you could still play it on your eight track. Wow. Player. So. Didn't even know that was a thing. It was a thing. My parents had eight track players. I never saw that thing. For about eight months, it okay. was a thing and it never worked. But uh, but but anyway, so if we sound a little bit more nervous and on edge this week. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all Brian's it's fault. It's because we've been driving in the car with a, with a 16 year old. So. Overall, he does a good job. He like does. I got to say, it's yeah. just uh, there's moments where I fear for my life. Yeah. That's all. So what... Pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, uh, we're going to discuss this new tread safety rollout. Okay. Uh, We have a visit from the Peloton Prophet. Oh, haven't heard from him, her, or them in a while. (laughs) Uh, We also have a brand new contest to announce. Fun. Yes. Um, And then uh, we're going to talk about, or we're going to talk to, rather, Dr. Jen about uh, how to help family members stay healthy and then um we have a nutrition question all about intermittent fasting that angelo helps us out with and then a ton of peloton news and let's not forget our big interview with snooki from mtv's jersey shore i couldn't forget i mean wow it was an amazing interview i had a lot of fun it was very surreal quite the quite the coup we were super excited we were we did not we were surprised that we got a yes so <laughs> we were. That's, that's why you ask these questions. Some sometimes the girl will go to prom with you. You got to throw it out there. That's, so, that's why they say you never know. You never know unless so, you ask. So uh, very excited about that. So before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and leave a review if you would be so kind, just so people that come along after you know that uh, we're worth checking out. Uh, we have a new review. Oh, yay. This is from Modaddy99. Okay. And it says, great podcast. Thank you guys for what you do, keeping us all up to date on all things Peloton. Always look forward to the Friday podcast drops. And then Happy New Year, because it's been there for a while. Wow. So. <laughs> well, thank you for the awesome review. Yes. <laughs> and we are having a good new year. We just got to take our masks off. Yeah. So, well, it's way better than where we were last year at check. this time. We will take that. So also don't forget we have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And of course, uh don't forget we're available on YouTube, youtube.com slash the clip out. If you want to watch our Snooky interview, you can do that over there. While you're there, be sure and subscribe to that so you don't miss the video version of the show. And of course you can get all the links, pictures, stuff like that emailed to you in a weekly digest if you sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com so there's all of that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall run lift and live with john mills so joining us today via the magic of zoom tube is john mills hello john how's it going How's it going? It's going great. <laughs> Always bringing that energy. <laughs> That's right. And it's after work. So, you know, uh. it's all good. So do you feel, do you feel safer with your passcode? 
Do you feel like you're in a a, a cocoon of protection? Yes. I, I left my front door unlocked today. You know, I think you misunderstood. I think you misunderstood the kind of protection it affords you. He's letting the bear oh, yeah, use I, it. I took it too far. Yeah. He's letting I, the I, bear I use it. He's like, I don't lock the front door. I stopped wearing seatbelts. I don't use That's a condom. Right, no more seatbelts. That's right. Well, I, I don't need a condom no more. I got the passcode. <laughs> I'm eating fatty foods. <laughs> That's right. I just ate three Whoppers. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. I, you know, once they implemented it, I started thinking, well, I guess it would take a second to think about what you're going to deploy because all of the questions that came after it, right. People were like, well, wait a minute. What, I, what if I, I have to go to the restroom? Does it lock or, or are, are you what, in a class? What? That's the answer. Are you in a class? Right. <laughs> right. I had to keep going through the four things. Wait a minute. Let's go through the four. Oh, I'm in a class. Yeah. No, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you need a it's, you need a flow chart. No, I got I got texts and messages yesterday from all kinds of people. Turns out, 45 seconds not that long. <laughs> that- no, no, it's not. Four or five seconds, kind of quick. Yeah. Because I guess all of us did the same thing. We went over to this to, to tread. Put in our code, and then we're like, "Let's see how long it takes." Yeah, yeah I did that. <laughs> well, I got I got text saying I had to use the bathroom, and I had already picked my class, and I came back, and I had to start all the way over again. So I just I wanted to drop a few tricks for people about this. Right. Okay, so like, so here's the deal: the first time you use it, if you haven't used it already, because it, it rolled out yesterday to most people, but you know these things don't hit all treads at once. So. Right. Um, what's going to happen is the first time you log in, it's going to make you choose a code. You get one code for the whole household. So yep. everyone who's above the age of 16 and it's safe to give them the code you share with them. But yep. once you have the code installed, there have to be you have to be doing something or it will lock within 45 seconds. So you either have to touch the screen. You have to be in a class. You have to have the yep. tread on and running. It has to sense somebody. So I think those are the four right. things. So if you go up here, here's my my suggestion for people. First of all, pee. Like j- before okay. you touch the, <laughs> oh. before you approach the tread. I'm 50. I, I you- never miss a chance to pee. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like talking about pee is going to make both of you have to pee. It happens. <laughs> it's like when you yawn. Just don't fart. Oh, why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that you need to get that out of the way before you even approach right. the tread. And then you need to put your shoes on before you look right. at your right. class. Like, don't don't right. don't even decide until you have right. everything ready. Get your water bottle and and then have have your your watch ready to go. Right. OK, right. now, once you get there and you decide a class, which you could have done yeah. on your phone and, you know, just right. saved it as a bookmark. But once you do that, then like. Go ahead and like turn the tread on. Just turn it on a 1.0 while right. you while you like hook up your Bluetooth sensors and stuff while you're doing all that. That keeps it engaged, keeps it going. That gives you longer than 45 seconds. Those are my tips for everyone frustrated at the 45 seconds. That's good. That's those are good ones. Because okay. I, yeah, I was wondering about stacking. So like that that was the scenario. Like a person that's doing stacking and they finish the first one and then they run off the tread for a second. They come back and it's locked, right? They go, Oh, I got it. Yeah. Well, no, you're not in the class. So it's going to lock. Yeah. yeah. You have to type back in. Yeah. You got to get back right. to your stack, but you could hit continue stack 
and then pee or you could go pee right and then come back and then like re-log in and go to your stack like it's not that hard to get to your stack or you could get some of that uh moisture wicking clothing oh just and just pee right there where depends right where depends that's talking about right there we've got options for you i'm a problem solver (laughs) i like that if you want to lock at any point you just put it sleep right hold the button let go when it goes to sleep it's, it locks, right? Here, uh, yes. But here's one thing I don't like about it: when it comes Uh-oh. back, why? Why is it not on the screen you left it on? Like, if you, <laughs> that's the only thing. Like, it should be like a screensaver. It's just it just locks yes. the outside, not like the inside. So if you were if you were picking a class, you ran off to go pee. When you come back, part of the reason people are so frustrated is because you got to go all the way back to the beginning. I have to pick my right. profile. I don't want to go back into my profile. So. It's just it's it's two more steps. I think I think they can make it just a right. little little couple tweaks to make it better. Right. Yeah. I'm assuming they'll they'll, they'll kind of tweak it and clean it up and do some things. With I it. think so. I'm seeing lots but of yeah. suggestions for like I would just like to sign a waiver that I don't need this, and I'm thinking that's oh, not going to happen. Know, I was wondering about that before they put it out. If whether or not this was going to be optional, it like, does not appear you, so. Uh, you automatically opt in, but then you can opt out. I was wondering if they would do that, but I guess not. I don't it think they're going to because like the it. whole thing is it's about accident prevention. Nobody plans to have an accident, right? Like right. everybody thinks they're going to be okay. Like if you thought you were going to get injured or someone in your house would be injured by the by the by the tread, you wouldn't have bought it in the first place, right? Right. So right. I mean. Right. Like, so All just, right, Tom. Well, I'm just applying <laughs> a little logic to it. Like, I know it's, we're just disappointed, yeah. but yeah, like if that's like saying, "Well, I'm not going to get in a wreck. No need to wear a seatbelt." <laughs> well, right. John was, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not leaving my door still. I, it's kind of safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel safe now with this. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a, a brave new world to get. You know, it's like anything; you'll get used to it. It's like when your right. when your phone st- first had a passcode, and you were like, Ugh. "What the." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and now you're like and now on the Apple. At least you can use kind of Face ID now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. True. That was at my work phone. That was painful because you know they have you know they have rules and guidelines, and there has to be a certain amount of times so and things locking like every you know few seconds. Well, <laughs> and if you're wearing a mask all the time with the face thing, then you're like, yeah, that don't work. Ah, dang. Yeah. Ah, dang. Ah, dang. <laughs> I don't know how bank robbers do it. Like that's. <laughs> would have to be frustrating i'm thinking they don't want face id to work no okay. that makes sense too maybe thought so uh also i guess moving along uh jennifer jacobs has uh, popped back up in a in a new and interesting locale yeah so believe it or not guys i think we have to preface this by who the heck is jennifer jacobs because um it has been like over a year and how many people have joined peloton in the last year so i think i think you we know, have to start with that that is some, you know, I got that question too. And I posted about it as well. It was posted in, in my group. And yeah, a couple of people went, okay, time out. Who's Jennifer Jacobs? Right. Which kind of completely threw me. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, that's right. But JJ, you know, know JJ. JJ. You know JJ, right? <laughs> I know who she is. Yeah, well, I guess so, I can't play that parody anymore because people will be like, what? <laughs> right? Well, if you know, it. you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> uh, but let's see. So I don't remember when she started because uh, I think that she started before we joined Peloton. So it, it was probably yeah. what, 2015? And um, so she was around until 2019. 
so she had been a coach for a long time. She she's a cyclist, out so outdoor cyclist as well. And uh, she left Peloton. Why did she leave Peloton? Well, it depends on who you ask, and we're not going to get into that today. But what we are going to get into is uh, she has been working on things in the background. She had been uh, at a company called Ladder, where she was providing personal training. My understanding from her Instagram account is she's still at Ladder, but. Starting today, she is also a coach at Beachbody, uh, and she is going to be teaching indoor cycling classes in English and French, which is new. Yeah. So she's an actual coach. She's just not going to try and pop up my Facebook feed and sell me shakes. Well, (laughs) you know, that is a big part of Beachbody, so I I, I can't say she's not going to try to to sell you things. Yeah. Yeah. But they call all the people, all their people who are out selling things in the, I mean, it's an MLM, right? Basically, I mean, yeah, and the, the shake part of it is yeah. I don't know how else to <laughs> like they call them coaches. So that's I was like, so is she actually teaching classes or she, did, she is teaching she just classes. Buy a bunch of stuff to sell? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like the way it was described on their Instagram page, like she was specifically brought in for the content that they're going to be providing off the mixed bike and on that mixed bike. Yeah. So. And, uh, I thought it was interesting. I'm sure you saw in your group that Oleg posted about like, hey, is is this going to cause problems because they mentioned Peloton? And at first I was like, yeah, what are you know. talking about? But I don't know. He he might have a point. I'm I'm a little he curious might. to see how that goes. I don't know because uh, I didn't read the whole thing. But what I saw where I remember the Peloton mentioned is they referenced it as former Peloton instructor. Yeah. Jennifer Jacobs. But it's I, another company mentioning Peloton. Sure, and they don't but, have Peloton's right it, to do that. I think it's OK because it's a statement of fact. Like they're not like that is what she used to do. It's it's like when somebody leaves a band, they can still say, you know, Dennis DeYoung, formerly of Sticks, even though he doesn't own the rights to the name Sticks, because that's a statement of fact. He was in the band Sticks. Yeah, I get that. And that was my take on it originally. Yeah. But then he said he got called out for it. Like the there was a long story that happened, but he, but it it happened to him with another company. And so that's why he was like, I'm not sure. Yeah. So. I think if they were using it in marketing materials, they would have issues. But like in a press release mm-hmm. or a bio mm-hmm. of her on the website, that's more like text driven. Like if they it's like put informational, out a, if they put out an ad and it was like formerly of Peloton, like then I think they might have an issue. But but I think what I've seen thus far, I don't think that there's a whole lot they can do about it. I mean, they could rattle their saber just to make them jump through some hoops. But I don't know that they'd really get anywhere. OK, but I think it's I think it's all. All fascinating. On the same day that they announced that Jennifer Jacobs is now going to be a part of this new, what do they call it? Body, B O D I. That they're interacting body with an eye because they're fancy. With an eye. <laughs> yeah, that's a part of this new mix offering. The same day they announced her, they also released an earnings statement that is combined Beach Body Mix first quarter twenty twenty one. It's and it just feels to me like they're really trying to play up and prepare people for this IPO so that they see it as we are the now the only true competitor of Peloton. It's like they're trying to position it. That's what the way I'm okay. reading these things coming out. I I think that you're right. I think that is what and they're their doing. timing. It's like they're and, and you know, when you look at their previous press release, they, they said the IPO would occur before the end of the second quarter of 2021, which would be the end of next month. Like all of this seems like they're just kind of they're they're rearing up. Right. That's what it feels like. Hmm. 
Well, I'm then, again, when you look at their numbers, I'm confused like, if their subscribers, if their IPO is that close. I mean, just re- looking back to when Peloton was going through that, <laughs> shouldn't they be in like a quiet period or whatever? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's a good point. That kind of makes the IPO point. ideas kind of sound like bullshit. But I mean, an MLM. Wait, 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 what, is the, what is the the quiet period? Is like two or three months? I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. But it is. It is significant. Yeah. I mean, it's. Right. It's not like. It's not like two weeks. Put there, it that way. I mean, it seemed like right. it went on forever. There was a good chunk of time where it was just radio silence from mm-hmm. Peloton. That's a good point. So that's a good point. Although I will but say this. But they're. Pl- yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. 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 You finish your thought. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just it, it feels like they uh, released some numbers last month, and then it made you go, "What? You guys have that many subscribers?" And now they released the combined number of subscribers and their revenue and their retention rate. Like you know, like they're trying. Like maybe it's just me reading into it. It feels like you know, a week and a half ago, Nautilus releases their numbers, and then like two weeks ago, Peloton releases their earnings numbers, and now you know, you know two weeks later, they're like. When they don't have to, they're releasing comparable metrics. Yeah. Right. It just seems they're kind of preparing to people to invest is what you're thinking. Like they want yeah. they want to get the investors. They're going after the investors to for their IPO is is what I hear you saying. That's Which what I think that's interesting. That's an interesting approach because I kind of feel like Peloton didn't really need to do that. Like, right. Because, it, I mean, you can't convince investors of anything. Like, it's just like, it's all like the financials. That's all they care about. They don't care about learning the inner workings of things and how, how like, fervent the uh, following is. And right. um, I don't think Beachbody has that. I, I, I just, I don't think there's another company on the planet that's fitness related that has that. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't matter. It's kind of like we talked about last week, John. Define winner. Right, right. Well, I think what I, what I did. I keep interrupting no, you. Tom, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a smart hire. I and I, I, I think that you know I don't know that she lures anybody away from Peloton necessarily, but I think that she's obviously a quality instructor and she's going to bring yeah. things that she learned with her. It's like a baseball team right. hiring a, a, a veteran to teach yeah. the younger kids how to do it right. And and I think it also it gives them maybe endorsement is too strong of a word, but like it's it's it says something about the quality of the class. Like this, if this instructor was good enough for Peloton for five years, then, you know, that the classes she's teaching will will be of a certain quality. I'm honestly surprised we haven't seen more of these companies doing it. To me, it's such an obvious choice to go scoop up some of these former Peloton instructors. I agree with that. And and I like and I have been positively mystified watching these companies that will copy everything peloton does but not hire their former instructors maybe they're not scratcher maybe they did try and they're not Mm -hmm. paying enough maybe those instructors you know i mean because peloton pays their instructors very well i get now i get not being able to lure them away from peloton No, i know but but even the past instructors maybe they've found other ways to to make that money and they don't they don't whatever's being offered maybe that's not a good enough yeah deal. That, that could be but I, I, to me it seems like such an obvious choice to go hire a couple peloton yeah. instructors and and let them teach the other people kind of what works and what doesn't and then like move right. forward with with that sort of product line but nobody it looks asked like me. that's what they're gonna do here how disappointing would it be to see jennifer jacobs because have you seen the images of what it looked like the these classes are going to look like no, like I, I didn't. saw images. No. 
and the background kind of the production looks like kind of cheesy like i'm hoping like this evolved into something that's comparable because how disappointing you get this instructor that could bring this kind of life and it's just this cheesy representation like i'm hoping that doesn't happen i i hope for jennifer jacobs sake that that right. is not what's happening it's kind of like when uh metal arc lemon left the harlem globetrotters to start the bucketeers <laughs> yep it's just like that <laughs> right <laughs> you're just like the buck does the world need two novelty basketball teams <laughs> well yeah they gotta play each other the Duh. answer was no they do not <laughs> maybe not and then the other thing about it it well, when i'm looking at all the numbers is you now learn that Mix only has 11,000 subscribers. That was really interesting. I mean, so they have Beachbody has all these subscribers and, you know, they got all these numbers and everything. But from a bike perspective, they like they're going to have nothing. They got they got the social representation. Their social numbers are up there near Peloton. Their subscription base, even though it's just for nutrition and digital, is up there with Peloton. But when you talk about uh, actual when you combine the two, when you talk about actual hardware sales, and bike subscriptions, it's like minuscule. So you see that that's where their challenge is going to be. Is it, are they going to be able to get all those millions of people to go buy that mixed bike? Hmm. Right. That seems to me unlikely. is the question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that. It seems happen. unlikely. What is the price point? That's the How does the price point compare? I can't remember. Do we know? I don't remember either. I think it was around two grand, but I. I so don't it's remember. similar to Peloton. <sighs> I think so. Oh, that's. I, I don't remember. I, I don't go back and look. That gives that you know I I mean I thought it was going to be like an echelon offering price wise I'm not I'm not saying Beachbody is offering what echelon is offering from a quality standpoint but but from a price wise that makes me think the answer is no they're not going to be able to convert all those people because if price is the issue that's why they're not with Peloton then they're right. going to go buy a cheaper bike not a mixed bike now you remember also that the mixed position was. <laughs> You're you're the you're the unsocial person. Oh, you yeah. don't want to talk to nobody, right? You just want to get on a bike and do a class. You God. are like anti-social. I like they, that. that is the how, way they advertise. Yeah, their like, target demographic is witness relocation programs. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's like I don't want to talk to nobody. If anybody's on this ride with me, I'm getting off. <laughs> right. Like that's how that was their whole thing. And now Beach Body's coming in with all these social, all this social stuff. Like I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. They have to really reinvent themselves. <laughs> yeah, this is very interesting. Yeah, it'll be f- interesting to switch that up. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome, John. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next week, uh, where can people find you? They can p- find me on Facebook, my Run Lift and Live group or page. They can find me on Instagram, Run Lift and Live or Run Lift and Live. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses. And then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O A visit from the Peloton Prophet. So it's been a little bit since we've had a visit from the Peloton Prophet. That it has. And they have a new prediction for us. They do. They do. So we are hearing that the timeline for the new products that are coming out for Peloton. That's a bold prediction. It is. It's something everybody's been waiting on. It is. So like that's that's not just like, oh, hey, we have a new instructor assistant in... (laughs) New Zealand. No. Like that's a big deal. Okay. It's a big deal. And the prophet says that strength will be announced fall of 2021 and that the rower will be announced during the first half of calendar year 2022. Okay. Well, we will see. Yeah. Place your bets. Mm -hmm. Place Mm -hmm. your bets. Yeah. I mean, I believe this. I believe this is happening. Just. Just to be clear, I am 100% on board, and I am very, very curious to see how this all goes. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I want to have a good outro. I don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's row away. Okay. (laughs) Your chance to win with the clip out. We have a new contest for people. We do. Yeah. It's very exciting. And uh, this one uh, is just an enter the win kind of thing. There's no money needed, so it's free to everyone. Yes. And people have heard us talking about MetPro and our journey with MetPro and us both having slim girlish figures. And we have a chance for you to win six free months of MetPro. Mm-hmm. You get your own... Uh, personal met pro assistant who will text and talk to you and keep you on the and the, the and, correct path and and help you hack your metabolic profile like it's so much more complex than it sounds it, like it's not just a person telling totally. you totally 
like, oh, you should eat this. Like, it, it's, oh, you should eat healthier. That's not what's happening. Right. Like, this is super, super specific information. Yeah, they, they put the dots <laughs> close together and it, it for you. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's more than just someone saying eat healthy where yeah. you're like, no shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if it's working for me of all people. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so it's very easy to enter. If you go to metpro.co slash TCO, you can either sign up for a Consult or mm-hmm. download the app either right. way and if you do that you will be automatically entered in the contest boom that easy mm-hmm. and now for the people because we've had a lot of people already sign up with Matt pro yeah. thank you very much yes and if you're like you dirty bastards <laughs> don't worry like uh, you're already automatically entered so if you win then they'll just Give you six free months moving forward You'll be good to go so don't feel like Oh you got penalized for signing yeah. up early You, d- you yeah. did not you were still entered into The contest so and if it- you've already like Downloaded the app then go Do the consult or if you download you did the consult But you didn't download the app you didn't do anything Go do the other one like yeah. you'll get entered Like that's another way to enter you might have done One step but not the other yeah. if you do the Other step this month between now and The end of June right you can enter so Six free months of met pro and you Can get your own uh you can you can play along with us at home. Won't that be fun? <laughs> it will. So once again, metpro.co slash TCO. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen, her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show, and she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Well, I have yet another question for you from the Clipout community. This one is from Amy Miller Sams. She would like to know how she can be helpful to family and helpful is in quotes. I feel like I need to say that. Uh, <laughs> helpful, i.e. make them. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what we're going for. Uh, to family members who are grown adults who need to incorporate healthy habits and ditch non-healthy habits into their lives. As we all know, we don't make changes until we want to make a change. Nagging, suggesting, inviting, etc. don't seem to work. So help. This is <laughs> such a good question. And I totally get this. I'm right now working on my father in a number of, of health areas, especially healthy diet areas. And I think that the key is, first of all, knowing the person and knowing kind of the psychology of that particular person and looking at what will motivate that person. You know, for some people, pain is the great motivator. For other people, you know, aesthetics is the great motivator. For for others, it is research-based. Show me an article. Show me research that says if I do X, then Y is going to happen. I think that for some people, you know, nagging may work, but that tends to be the least effective. I think that, um, and I hate the word nagging, but I think that, really coming from a loving place is important and coming from a place, I think the more critical you are of the person, the, the more power you lose that if you're like, let's say you have a, a, a spouse that is overweight, you know, criticizing their body is unlikely to get you results, but coming from an angle of like, I really, I want to be able to share life on this planet with you for as long as possible. And I'm worried that, that you're hurting your health, you know, let's talk about what you might be willing to do 
to kind of to live longer and have a, a healthier life. So I, I think that really knowing the psychology and at the end of the day, you can't make someone do something that they don't want to do. And I think it's it's particularly hard when you're someone who lives a healthy lifestyle. You know, look, I'm vegan. I exercise seven days a week. I'm obsessed with my Peloton. And so it's it's I get where this person where Amy's coming from. And it's very hard when you see other people making choices that you know are going to lead them to an earlier grave than they would necessarily need to have. And that it's hard to relate when you're someone who's so deeply integrated this into their lives. But part of what's important to understand is that when we look at studies of people who exercise regularly, when we look at you know people who change their diet, that there is a positive association for those of us who have integrated into our lives. For example, and they talked about this in the book, The Power of Habit, that when they looked at studies of people who exercise for the long term on a regular basis and ultimately lost weight, what they found is that there was an association between exercise and endorphins and feeling good and accomplishment and all of this stuff. And what we forget when we're people who exercise regularly is that when people first start out exercising, they don't get any of that. Exercise is painful. Mm -hmm. It is challenging. (laughs) You oftentimes feel like a failure in the beginning because you can't do that much. (laughs) Yeah. that, And especially if you have a partner that exercises a lot, you look at them and you're like, oh my God, my wife is lifting heavier than I am. I feel terrible. (laughs) So it starts out with a negative association and you, the person who's making the change has to tolerate the negative feelings associated with exercise for a temporary period. Because like, if you first start running, you're not going to get endorphins. You have to have a certain level of fitness to get those endorphins. You're also not going to get a feeling of accomplishment. You may get a feeling at the end, like, wow, I did something that was really hard and I challenged myself, but you're not going to get the feeling like now when I go on the treadmill, you know, at the beginning, I'm not a natural runner. I've talked about this a lot. It was painful. It was hard. Getting through 20 minutes was killer. But now on my long run, I can do an hour and I can look back and I go, wow, I'm so awesome. This is amazing. Look how far I've come. And that feels great. Even if that hour doesn't always necessarily feel great, but it feels great in the end. And there, even when I'm doing it, it feels better than it did when I did the 20 minutes in the beginning. So understanding kind of the psychology behind it. And also if you're encouraging someone to make changes, you're better off encouraging them to make small changes and doing it incrementally than being like, you should be working out every day like I do. Instead, hey, maybe you'll try like a a five-minute stretch class with me. Or, hey, would you be up for doing a five-minute core class? I've had a lot of friends who've approached me over the last year because I post all of my workouts on Insta stories who have said like, hey, I'd love to start working out. Can you help me? And one of the things that I always recommend is start with Emma's Crusher Core because it's it starts with five minutes. You're on the floor on your back. You're practically laying down. Like it's hard. You build up, but it will give you a feeling of accomplishment and help you integrate exercise into your life. And that's to me the perfect starter. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I don't think my body makes endorphins. That's where I I still get none of that. I have the I have I have endorphins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but are you doing any cardio? I know you're doing weights. So are you doing any cardio? So, yeah, some. 
He does yeah. a little bit. Oh, it's yeah. it's like yeah. he has to do like um he does like floor based like kind of hit cardio type things like that he the has Met to Pro do. People make me do. Yeah. And this yeah. the strength <laughs> stuff like feels like cardio by the time I'm done. His heart rate is definitely yeah. up. Like and no yeah. endorphins. Is it that a medical condition? Is that a real thing? Do I just not make yeah. them? Um, it's not. <laughs> but what what's what's probably happening? My guess, and this is just a hypothesis, is that you're not doing cardio long enough to get that. Sure feels long. <laughs> yeah. No. It just, look, those hit those hit cardio classes are killers. Like I've, that's part of my new workout regimen this year. And I do two 10 minute hit cardio classes. And like each time I'm like, how am I going to get through this? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to get through this somehow you do, but I do find like I get endorphins um, on the bike and on the tread. I've never gotten endorphins doing a hit cardio class. Maybe it will come one day. Maybe I'm just not at the level, but where I see it the most is, is the tread and the bike. Interesting. Hmm. It is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us until next time. Where can people find you? You can find me on all social media, especially Instagram. Like I mentioned on Insta stories, I post all of my Peloton workouts at Dr. Jen man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) This generation. V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health It's AG1 and that's why I've partnered with them For so long If you want to take ownership of your health It starts with AG1 Try AG1 and get a free one year supply Of vitamin D3K2 And five free AG1 travel packs With your first purchase At drinkag1.com Slash clip out That's drinkag1.com Slash clip out Check it out New content from one gen to another. <laughs> both we, with two ends. Both with two ends. Jen <laughs> uh, Sherman uh, has a, uh, a new class type she created. Yeah, it's a new series called Sold Out Show. So every week she's going to take us on a musical journey that's going to be some of like her favorite concerts that she's ever been to. Um, and so it, it kind of goes with that vibe. And uh, I believe this is going to be another four-week series, and it starts this Sunday. I am super excited about that. So what would that be, the 23rd, something like that? I don't even know anymore. I think that's right, I think. I don't know. So the first one, the, the sold, first sold out show will be? Oh, she talks about journey in the post. So. I think that was just what she said she was doing. Oh. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it says. So I wonder if that means since she started off talking about journey, it's going to be journey or I don't know. I don't know. A I lot of times you... when she does these new series, she'll talk about them like the day before. Like gotcha. she'll, she'll like announce it the day before. OK, so. well, I guess you just have to go take the ride to find out. I will be there if that matters to anyone. <laughs> Instructors in the news. 
Yahoo sat down this week and talked to Kendall Tool about uh, mental health. Yeah. Um, and so it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, Kendall has done a class. She's done a class a long time ago, but she also did one this month. That was the Mental Health Awareness Ride. And um, I've heard lots of people talk about it at this point. And, and it's it's something she's very, very passionate about. Because, as this article explains, she started her mental health journey pretty early. She was 11 when she was diagnosed with OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and she learned to manage that. But then in college, she was also diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And so um, this article talks about how she's used that diagnosis, her counseling um, that she has received to like learn how to function in life better. And now she uses that to help other people. Like one of the things that Peloton posted from her mental health awareness uh, ride was talking about how you don't need to worry about next week or next month. Just worry about or how it's all going to work out. Like just worry about today, one step at a time. And right. you hear that a lot when it comes to depression and anxiety. As an anxious person, I know that um, I am constantly thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. And sometimes I can get like five, six, seven steps down the road and yeah. they can be real dark places. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> well, they don't all know that. <laughs> I'm just saying it can be uh, very helpful to, to talk that through with somebody and to hear that advice. So I think that's really cool that they are highlighting it. Absolutely. Checking out the competition. Well, Echelon, who we like to tease for uh, for copying so much from Peloton, <laughs> has copied from them again. Uh, they also have a leaky API. <laughs> they do. How about that? <laughs> it's and uh, people affected is is expected to be in the tens. <laughs> I mean true they do not have the amount of uh, customers the peloton does nor will they ever but um the interesting thing about this is that it it actually hold right there it let this person who found it jan masters who was the same person who found the one over at peloton the account data was name city age sex phone number weight birthday workout statistics and history um, of any member in a live or pre-recorded class also, the API disclosed some information about members' workout equipment, such as its serial number. And the really crazy thing was that um, some of this stuff could be manipulated. So, like, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Like, it was, they were copying Peloton from a, how they were handling their data, but it was also worse how they were gotcha. handling it. So, <laughs> Ah, kind of interesting information. Well, that kind of sums up Echelon. Mm. Like Peloton, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's their new slogan. Is it? I, I will gift that to them. Oh. I might as well gift it to them, because if they wanted it, they'd just take it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Clip out. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube from MetPro, it's Angelo. Hey, Angelo, how's it going? Hey, Tom, Crystal, it's wonderful to be back. <laughs> well, it's wonderful to have you here. Um, you might remember that we uh, we started gathering some questions from our clip out community. And we have uh, we have a brand new one for you today. David Howenstein, I think I'm hoping I am not completely butchering his last name. He would like to know what should a person focus on for intermittent fasting or do you agree with a fasting program? Okay. Let's dig in. <laughs> let's let's dive in. So, and like the answer to every question that you will ever ask me in these segments, the answer is always it depends. Um, Are you running for office? What is going on? 
<laughs> so <laughs> that's right. And this is why there is so much value in knowing your metabolic profile because that's what it really depends on. So what should you focus on? Well, if you're doing intermittent fasting, you should be focusing on weight loss. Uh, don't, don't, David, don't do intermittent fasting and then focus on PRs or hitting new heights of athletic performance. I mean, I know there are the guys in the commercials and the YouTube channels that say, I'm getting stronger every day on intermittent fasting. Well, they'd be getting stronger still if they weren't, trust me. <laughs> it's, you know, training plus fuel equals your best performance. Uh, that said, if somebody's doing intermittent fasting, their goal is weight loss. Now, there ends up being a few tentacles to this that are really important. People just don't understand when they're diving into something. One of the most common questions we get asked is why is it you're not using that science when you use so many different sciences? We're highly diverse. We'll use macronutrient ratioing, carb manipulation, calorie control, glycemic load, meal timing, six different modalities of training. But we don't usually, I say usually because there are even exceptions there, but usually the intermittent fasting because what's going to happen is when somebody is trying to lose weight, there's going to be a cycle. So you're going to do X strategy to lose weight. Now, in our minds, we're going to do X strategy until we get to the weight we want to be. And then we live a balanced lifestyle. Um, doesn't work that way. <laughs> you're going to do X strategy and you're going to lose some weight. You're not going to get where you want to. And your metabolism is going to go, mm, I get it. And it's going to acclimate to that. And you're still going to have 20 pounds to go or whatever the case may be. Knowing that's going to be the case, no matter how great a program it is that you dive into. When you hit that point where now your body is acclimated to your strategy, we've optimized exercise, volume, intensity, and modality. We've optimized your meal layout nutritionally for the strategy you're implementing. And you're still at a point where your body's not giving up more pounds. Then the third lever is going to be, we have to speed your metabolism. That's the point at which you are at a disadvantage with a more aggressive intermittent fasting strategy. So people will ask me all the time, do you lose more weight by eating small meals frequently or eating one or two bigger meals? Um, and the answer is you're going to lose about the same given what the calorie content is, what the volume of food is. So uh, average person who's used to eating 2000 calories a day, it could be much more, much less, but we're just using that for the illustration um, and spreads those 2000 calories out over five or six small meals, snacks throughout the day versus someone who eats just one or two times a day will both lose about the same weight. There's nuances here. If exercise is involved, you could make an argument that the one spreading it out will recover better and have more energy and therefore lose more consecutive weeks. But by and large, just from a pure weight loss um, standpoint, about the same. The problem we get to is that point that I talked about earlier where you do hit a plateau. Mm -hmm. Everybody will plateau at that point. We have to get your body used to more fuel. That's where there is the trade-off. And I'm not saying intermittent fasting is bad because there is scenarios and there is science to it. But that's where there's a trade-off because it's exponentially harder for me as a coach to now work with someone who's used to only eating once or twice a day, bigger meals, to get them used to more fuel without gaining weight. If I have someone who's used to eating four, five, six times a day, 
I can gradually increase their intake with minimal, no weight gain sometimes. In fact, occasionally about 25 to 30% of the time, we can even lose a few more ounces while increasing their intake. If somebody is only used to eating once or twice, I only have one or two meals to add those calories to, to add those carbs to. And usually they're already fuller meals because they're going to be hungry if they're only eating that with that frequency. So that's where it gets a little bit more tricky, which is why you get that rebound weight gain a little more aggressively coming off of something like an intermittent fasting style. That's not to say it doesn't have its upsides. The principal upside is not what the gurus will sometimes overemphasize. Well, it's how your biology and hormones work when you're only eating once a day. That is true. There is truth to that. There is science behind that, but that's not the principal factor. The principal factor is you're eating less calories, you're eating less food, or you're eating less carbs because you're eating less often. And as a human being with a busy lifestyle, it is generally speaking easier to consistently eat less calories when you're skipping meals versus having to eat just right at each meal or snack. That takes more effort, more preparation, more thought. In other words, I mean, it's simple math. Instead of having one or two opportunities to eat something wrong, you have four or five opportunities (laughs) to eat something wrong. (laughs) Um, So from a behavioral standpoint, sometimes people that just are struggling to get on board can find that they can compartmentalize the timing of their meals and lower their calories. But I want to just eliminate the myth of, well, it's because you're only eating in this two or three hour tight turnaround. It's just, it's blown out of proportion. We know that because of people who've gone through gastric bypass surgery and different um, interventions of a surgical nature. What we'll find most of the time is they end up coming out on the other side, eating very frequently small meals, not always healthy either. I've known many people, it's, you know, they'd wake up and eat a couple Triscuits and usually a handful of M&Ms a little later, and maybe they get one meal that's healthy, nutritious throughout the day. I'm not saying that's how you should do it, but this is the stuff I hear. But you know what? They're losing weight. Mm. Hand over foot, they're losing weight. I feel like the the more we talk to you, the more so many of these, uh, like so many diets that are out there, whether it's intermittent fasting or low carb, like it's not, it's, it's really more about like a a personality quirk of the of the person that like like there are a million different ways to get there and for some people that's just the easier way to do it because of just how they're wired for whatever reason right uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of when i actually instructed a client to use intermittent fasting i'll give you two examples so the first example was i had a client who he had a voracious appetite and he would have long work days that required him to wake up early in the morning. And so what was happening is he was getting up training at 4.35 a.m. And then he was needing to eat two or three times before lunch because after that intense training, he had this voracious appetite and then he just kept eating throughout the day. Um, So in his case, what we did was we had him sleep a little more in the morning reposition his workouts to be right after lunch though it meant he didn't have as much time so he had to shorten his workouts he found that having breakfast a few hours later in his case it was about 10 30 11 in the morning that was still a a significant switch he was still eating four or five times a day but he was able to tolerate 
uh, a significantly lower calorie load and still recover from it. And that enabled him to lose weight. Okay. Interesting. Now, another example is I had a gal who she was one of the, the you know, the TV personalities that went on those deserted island type deals. And yeah, okay, survive for 30 days. And you know, you're going to eat the bugs and the whatever yeah. you get. Now, she didn't need to lose any weight. In fact, she actually wanted to gain a couple pounds. She was terrified that she was going to have low blood sugar and have a ravenous headache and feel miserable the whole time because she would eat every few hours. So uh, I worked with her for about six months leading up to the show. And what we did was we slowly got her down to just eating breakfast, lunch and dinner, no snacking. And then after that, we took out her breakfast. And so she was just doing lunch and dinner. And then about three weeks before her leaving for the show, she just would do a really big dinner and a snack. We did that to recondition her metabolism to running slower. So now here's the big shocker. Eating less often doesn't speed your metabolism. It slows it. But by the way, I'm telling on myself here. So does eating less calories, even if you're spreading them out through the day, eating less calories also slows it. So the key is we, we want to hypothesize a strategy that's going to work for you. So that way we can reduce intake in a way that we can strategically recover from on the other side. It takes a little planning. And when we have your metabolic rating and we know where you're starting, it makes it so much easier to determine if you're a candidate for this strategy or that strategy or another strategy entirely that maybe we hadn't thought of before. And and just to really drive the point home. So so when David asks the question, what should you focus on for intermittent fasting? The question's actually bigger than that, because it's what is the strategy that works best for David? And that's where having a personalized approach from MetPro really like that's that's where you're getting the bang for your buck, because because and we've talked about this before. Tom and I have completely different strategies and everybody we've talked to uh who's on metpro i mean i know tom's just weird like we well, know yeah, that <laughs> i can attest, I can attest. <laughs> but everybody who's on metpro is is very different like there are it, it's it's not the same because we all have as you said tom our own little quirks our yeah. own little things that that work for us not only in our head but our metabolism that we need to to change so so i guess right. bef- before we go remind everybody where they can find metpro if if they would like more information. Okay, I had double check. I think I got it right. <laughs> Metpro.co slash TCO for the clip out. Yeah, Metpro.co slash TCO. And th- now through the month of June. Through the end of the month of June. Right. Yeah. A- anyone who uh, either signs up for a consult or downloads the app will be automatically entered to win six free months of Metpro. And uh, if if you uh, if you've already signed up or done that, don't worry. They know who you are. Not in a creepy way. I mean, you gave them their information. It's your own fault. <laughs> but but, uh, but but it's such an eloquent way of delivering. Yeah, right. that's what I'm here for. So but you're you will you are already entered. So don't feel like you missed the opportunity. And if you do win, they'll they will just credit that moving forward. So so go on by metpro.co slash TCO for all of that information. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> the so for those of you in the UK, there's a new way to access 
Peloton. Yeah. So over in the U.S., whenever we get something, you know, added, it's like Roku. We know we know Roku, right? Right. Well, this is getting added to SkyQ. Okay. And it's uh, it's so I just wanted to give that example because not everybody knows what sure. SkyQ is. Yeah. I wouldn't have known what SkyQ was. Why would we? Because <laughs> it's targeted to people in the U.K. Yeah. But it's pretty cool because now Peloton is there. So they're starting to roll out on all those screens in uh, the U.K. and different places as well. Peloton Artist Collaboration. So Peloton has uh, found a new artist for the kids. I say the kids because I've never heard of her. I, so, I haven't heard of her so either. it must be for the kids, right? I, I guess. Um, <laughs> it might just be that we don't listen to a wide variety of modern music. That could mm. also be yeah. the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently this is a perfect balance between R&B and traditions from the South Asian Disapora. Is that how you say that? Is I have it? no idea how you say it. I've only ever seen it written. I don't know how you say it. I don't either. Yeah. And there was an entire yoga class that took place on 520. It's going to be an artist series featuring Ravina. And Ravina also went live with Aditi and they had a whole conversation about working out. Yeah. And she she went on Instagram live. Here we go. I yeah. finally found it. There it is. <laughs> So, yeah, they talked about the intersection of music, meditation, and celebrating Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Um, and so, also, during that Instagram Live, you got a preview of the playlist for Aditi's Yoga Flow. So, that's pretty cool. Awesome. I really love that they're having these conversations with the artists and stuff. Absolutely. And if you want to link to that, you can get it by signing up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. So, you don't have to go hunting for it. It'll just arrive in your inbox and it'll be there waiting for you. And then also, uh, while we're talking about uh, music and artists' collaborations and whatnot, there is a new Versus for people to check out. Yeah, this one is Alicia Keys or John Legend. Classes started on May 19th, so you can put hashtag Versus John Legend or hashtag Versus versus Alicia Keys to vote. I think this is my favorite one so far. (laughs) Who are you voting for? Alicia Keys. Okay. She's girl on fire. I mean... (laughs) You do love yourself some Hunger Games. (laughs) And then also uh, Peloton has partnered up with Paralympian Scout Bassett. Yeah. So this is uh, this is fun because uh, we have the champions collection that we've talked about. So there's all these different athletes that have teamed up with Peloton. And this specific one is Scout Bassett has selected several classes. So it's. It's her stack that she selected. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, And you can find them under the Champions Collection. Whenever you go to like your biker tread and look under collections, there will be the Champions Collection. And that's where you can find it. I think that's neat. It is. Peloton Birthdays. And last but not least, we have a birthday coming up on May 22nd. We do. Happy birthday to Christian Van Veld. No clue if I'm totally butchering your name. Actually, this is one instructor I've actually never taken a class with because uh, he is, I would call, a guest instructor. He has been part of the Peloton. Pantheon. Yes, Pantheon. Perfect word. Since the beginning. But he's only he's a celebrity, you know, so he doesn't pop in and do classes all the time. He teaches classes. He's like a real writer, like a real road writer. Gotcha. Like Um, a professional road writer. That's the one. Gotcha. That's and and uh, I can't remember if we said it, but his birthday is on May 22nd if you want to reach out. Yes. Happy birthday. Checking in with the Peloton community. 
So normally I start these off by say joining us via the magic of Zoom too, but today I'm going to pretend like the conversation is taking place entirely <laughs> via duck phone. You've seen her on Dancing with the Stars, the new celebrity apprentice. She was at WrestleMania and competed, but you probably know her best from Jersey Shore. Ladies and gentlemen, the party's here. It's Snooky. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yes, how are you guys? We're good. It is so awesome to have you here. You know, I know that you ride Peloton, so I'm really curious. When did you originally like come across Peloton and decide this is for me? Well, I've been working out for like eight years, like hardcore now, ever since I had my baby, my first son, Lorenzo, who's going to be nine, insane. Wow. Right when Peloton came out, like the first year where it was like getting popular and you've seen all the commercials, I was like, oh, I have to get the bike. So I ended up getting the bike, but I'm more of a runner. So before the tread came out, I was just like all about the bike and I was like forcing myself to do it. And I don't use it anymore because I have the tread now, but it's (laughs) therapy. And if I don't run or if I don't do my cardio, like I'm just a cranky, miserable mom. So I just need, it's like my saving grace. I have to use it every single day. That's awesome. So do you have like a Peloton tread or just another tread that you use Peloton content on or? No, I have to get the Peloton tread. (laughs) (laughs) So are you worried about your safety with the Peloton tread and the recall? Are you okay? No, because so they come and install it and tell you because I have kids. They're like, oh, you have kids. I'm like, yes. And then they say, you always have to put this thing in there. Make sure they're not around the equipment. So when I work out, my kids are not allowed to be downstairs with me. And if they are, they're in the total opposite direction of the room. And they're not allowed to go in the gym unless I'm in there. So I'm not worried about it, but I could see how something bad could happen. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's still heavy machinery, so it's still you still have to be careful. When they delivered crystals, they told her all the same stuff, but because of me. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they were like, don't let Tom in the room. (laughs) (laughs) He's not to be trusted. So you were already working out. You were already going to the gym. Has Peloton changed your fitness level at all since you're doing it every day? Does that make it easier to stay in shape? I feel like it definitely helped my cardio because I was weight training with my trainer. We've been doing heavy weight training for a while. So it definitely helped me with upping my cardio and helped Mm -hmm. running faster, which is good. But yeah, it definitely, you know, it helped overall with, you know, my workouts and stuff like that. And I know that you really use the bike because the bike is really made for somebody who's 5'4 and above. There was like actually a couple of articles that came out about if you're shorter than that, that, you know, it's the bike's not really made for you. And I was curious if you had any tips for anybody out there who's on the shorter side, like what can they do to make the bike more comfortable? Well, obviously all the settings have to be like to the front, all the way to the front, all the way down. Like everything has to be on zero, but <laughs> still, it's still uncomfortable. I mean, even when I work out in a gym, a lot of the equipment just, it's not made for a small person. So it's yeah. actually like do it, do the form correctly. But I feel like the bike's not that bad. It just, you know, it definitely hurts my ass more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything like any adjustments you have to make for the tread? The tread? No. Yeah. The tread is pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like that about the treadmill, that it's more accessible for people. You don't need to know how to do anything. You can just, Mm -hmm. as long as you can walk, you can get on it and do a workout on it. So I feel like it's super accessible. So with your fitness stuff, like you were a cheerleader in high school, I read over the years. Did you do fitness stuff then? Or was it just the beauty of youth that you could participate in an activity like that? Because that's pretty intense cheerleading, or at least some squads. 
Yeah. So I did competitive gymnastics. I at like four. My mom just threw me in there. So I did that until 13. And then it really got like intense. And like, I didn't want to, it was just a lot. And, you know, it's hard to be a teenager and also, you know, dedicate your life to that sport. So gymnastics got a little too much. So then I decided to do cheerleading because you could still do the flips and you could still stunt and do all that stuff, but it's not as time consuming. Well, it wasn't all-star cheerleading, but it was high school cheerleading. So I was like captain of my cheer squad. And I still got to, you know, do all my back tucks and my flips and stuff like that. Just to, you know, still kind of do the sport. And then after college, I did all-star competitive cheerleading. And then I did that until I got onto the show. And then everything just went downhill. I wasn't working out. I was drinking and I gained like 50 pounds. So. Wow. Wow. That yeah. Wow. And that has to be quite a culture shock when you're used to being fit in a certain size. And then also I would think it would be difficult because like with the nature of the show, you're kind of incentivized to go party. To go party and drink <laughs> and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, well, I just turned 21. So it's kind of like my college years because I never really went away for college. I went to community. So it's like my college years to gain the, you know, the freshman 15 and go crazy and enjoy yourself. And, you know, it definitely missed working out. But at the same time, I had a blast. So, yeah. <laughs> Were you the top of the cheerleading pyramid, like physically, yeah, like, not like the hierarchy of the leadership, but <laughs> well, they put I you was on the captain, top so I was the leader. You were both. Also. <laughs> Yeah, so we're called flyers. So you have bases. So the bases throw the flyers in the air. So I was a flyer because, you know, I'm tiny. <laughs> sure, it makes total sense. If it makes you feeling better, I don't know anything about sports at all. No, he doesn't. Like if, oh, you, no, doesn't. if you were on a football team, I, were you like, were you the thrower guy? Like that's, <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> so you said that you're using the treadmill. Do you do any of the yoga content, meditation, anything like that? Or do you just stick with the yeah. regular classes? I, so I definitely love to take a break from running all the time just because it is exhausting. And some days you're just not, you, you don't want to run out of eight. Like you want to just relax and like relax your body, but still try and break a sweat. So my number one classes are Adrian Williams boot camps where you're running and then you do the floor and the weights. So I usually do those, but if my body's really tired, I love the new bar classes that they have. So I'm yes. doing classes. I do meditation when I feel depressed. I'm like, okay, girl, this isn't you. <laughs> so I do meditating and then I sit in the sauna, but I feel like, just feel like Peloton has everything for me when it comes to like my moods. Like I'm not always in like a good mood, you know, I'm like stressed. I have three kids and life, life just happens. So I feel like every class is catered to like what mood I'm in that day. So who's your go-to instructor for the, like your everyday mood? Adrian Williams. Yeah. He's amazing. I just love the fact that like, cause don't get me wrong. All the instructors are amazing. I like to switch it up once in a while, but I feel like when I work out with him, I don't feel pressured and I just feel like I'm chilling and he has great music. He pushes me, but not, I don't feel like he's pushing me. Do you know, you know, just like, yeah, like he's pushing you, but you don't feel stressed about that pushing. Like I feel calm. Okay. Are there any instructors on a day that you're feeling like super hype? Got to take this. You know, I, I need somebody to really kick my ass. Like who's that instructor? So if I'm, I really want to like die, I'll do the bike with Kendall. Kendall, oh, yeah. my favorite. And I become friends with her on Instagram because I'm obsessed with her. And I just love her energy. So if I really want to die, I'll take her class. <laughs> I saw the other day that the current hardest rated class on the bike is Kendall's metal class. Yeah, from she's the insane. She is insane. The numbers like, throws out. I'm like, girl, I will never be there on my best day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like her class is like 6,000 people. I'm like five, 5,000. And 
800. (laughs) (laughs) The last people. (laughs) But it It doesn't help whenever, first of all, being female and, you know, and then like the less that you weigh, the less power that you're putting uh, down. So like that, and that affects the leaderboard. The disadvantage to us, but yeah, I hate seeing the numbers. I'm like, oh, I see you hide the leaderboard. I do. Yeah. But when I'm running, cause I don't usually do live classes cause I just can't make the times. But when I do run and you know, there's a couple of people taking the class, I make sure that I beat everyone. I'm like on an eight and I'm dying and I feel like I'm gonna throw up, but I want to make sure that I come in like the first spot or the second spot. Wow. And like, I'm wow. off. Like if they go in front of me, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I get mad at them. But then like after I give them all high fives. Okay, so now is that the here now crowd that you're beating or yep. is that the entire? Okay. No, here now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Guys are jerks. And then I'm like, good job, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've beaten you, good job. Yeah. <laughs> Do you high five them as you pass them? Are you like, ha ha, on yeah. your left? When I know like they're not going to beat me anymore, I'm like, good job. <laughs> Okay. So we have watched a lot of Jersey Shore and I feel like I could put together a really hilarious montage of all the times we saw you peeing on the show. (laughs) And (laughs) I I remember reading on your Instagram a while back that you had an incident that you peed on the bike. Is that true? And if so, what happened? So after three kids, you just can't control it anymore. So, (laughs) you know, if you go hard on the bike and you know how you go up and then you go down. Yes. Do that a lot of times, it'll just trinkle out. And once I said that, there were so many moms that DM me. They were like, I'm so glad I'm not the only one because that happens all the time. So usually if I know I'm going to go hard on the bike, I have to like wear my depends because I know, you know, it's going to come out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everybody's waiting on that Peloton rower, but maybe they need a device for like Kegels. (laughs) For real. Get on everything, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they do come out with a rower, are you going to get that as well? 100%. Anything they come out with, I'll get. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I got to say, when we were talking about Jersey Shore, obviously, and I know Jersey Shore gets a bad rap in a lot of areas, and I would like to give it a compliment, like a legit compliment. I know that. You know, one of the things I see the Jersey Shore shows do both the original and family vacation that I don't know that I really can see other reality shows doing is like, yes, there's you guys fight sometimes and whatnot, mm-hmm. but you guys legit make up. Yeah. Like you never see that. I feel like on other shows, like yeah. people fighting and then modeling, like owning your yeah. and apologizing and then getting past it and being friends right. again. And I think people lose sight of that or people have never watched it and they assume it's something that it's not. No, yeah, I feel like we definitely are all a family and we know we're going to work together no matter what. And I just, for me, I hate drama. I hate like bad blood. I hate, you know, the big elephant in the room. It's just not part of my personality because I'm here just to have a good time and go home. Mm -hmm. So when there is drama with me, it's really hard for me. So that's why I, you know, decided to step back and take a break because it's not the show that I signed up for anymore. But I feel like, yeah, when we do fight, we end up, definitely making sure that we make up because we are a family at the end of the day. And, you know, people do fight. It is what it is, especially when you're filming that show. Cause you know, we're stuck in a house staring right. at each other for, you know, three weeks. So, I mean, it's bound to happen, but I feel like overall, we just, overall, we just want to have a good time. 
it shows. Totally. It really does. Yeah. I like that you guys have a camaraderie. And of course, there's got to be drama because that's life. You know, you, so, you all have very strong personalities. You put people in strong personalities in, exactly. a, in a room together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So having said that about Peloton, the leaderboard, you were talking about how competitive you are. Do you ever like ride or run with your friends, like your real life friends? I used to do it with my sister-in-law when we sucked. And that was nice because we both knew that we sucked. So it was like we were in it together and dying together. And then Jenny, Wow recently got the bike and she's been doing that. So we've been trying to do a class together. Um, but I prefer to die alone. So, <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else in your household use the equipment or is it all yours? Yeah, my husband. My husband uses really? it. He doesn't do the classes. He likes to do the landscapes. So he's like in oh, China. Okay mountains so he likes to yeah. do that but sometimes he gets motion sickness <laughs> has he tried the new ones they just put out all those new fancy scenic rides oh yeah i don't know if he's seen that but he's more of like a scenic ride yeah the guided ones with the instructors are pretty cool if i don't know if your mm -hmm. husband will like it if he likes the traditional ones but i bet you would like it yeah. since you, you like the instructors and i'm also curious do you have any advice for moms who are trying to fit in workouts i mean you love being a mom but you have me time where you're able you make that work so how can moms do that well i definitely feel like it's a lot especially with three kids because you wake up at seven drop them off at school you're getting all your chores done and by the time you have like a minute to yourself. It's already seven o'clock at night. And you're like, Shit, I didn't even have time to like work out or do anything for myself. So even like taking the Peloton classes, like even if you don't have the equipment and you just have the app, you can literally play it on your TV in your bedroom. Cause this is what I do sometimes if I don't have time when the kids are in bed, I'll do like a 20 minute body weight class just to like get something done. And I'm sweating. I got it done and I feel good. They even have 10 minute like stretching and stuff. So I know moms can be very busy and it's a stressful life being a mom, but, you know, taking like the 20 minutes, even like right before bed, it's definitely worth it. That's good advice. Yeah. 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 So um, do you ever envision taking a class in the studio when that's allowed again? Or is that like yeah. too much? You think that would be too much? Literally right before the pandemic hit, me and my really good trainer friend, Adria, she's been trying to be an instructor for Peloton for like two years now. She's been setting her resumes right before the pandemic hit. We did Cody's class twice, and then they were going to start to do the tread classes. And then that's when everything, you know, closed up. And then I was supposed to do this little press thing. And I was going to run with one of the instructors, like, you know, outside and like talk about Peloton. So, yeah, I, I started to, you know, do live classes and stuff like that. The studio, being in the studio is amazing. It's it is, right? Yeah, because honestly, I do love doing cycle in classes just because you get the vibe. It's all dark. You're all sweaty. It feels like you're in a club because you're listening to the club music. <laughs> so doing spin in classes. So, yeah, I was doing that and then everything shut down. So hopefully it'll start up because I definitely want to do Adrian's class. I will die. Like that's the first class I'm going to run to is Adrian's <laughs> class. Is, is that the instructor you're supposed to do the press thing with or was it someone else? No, I forget who it was. I think it was a girl. But it was right when the tread came out. So, you know, they wanted to like do something with gotcha. that. But, yeah, I got upset because COVID ruined everything. Oh it my ruined gosh. a lot of things. So many things. That's for sure. <laughs> so this is a podcast, in case you didn't know. But you also have a podcast, in case you didn't know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you want to tell people about your podcast and what all happens on there? 
Yeah, so I've had my podcast for like a couple years now. It's with my gay bestie and makeup artist, Joey. And we've actually been doing live virtual shows because right before the pandemic hit, we were touring and like selling out all these venues, doing our live podcast shows. And it was just so much fun. So we ended up doing live ones. So we're doing a live one June 4th. You literally just sign on. It's like a girl's night and we're just like drinking. We do interaction with fans. So it's like a big Zoom of all of us just drinking, being stupid. But yeah, it's called It's Happening with Snooki and Joey. And it's basically a podcast where you're just listening to girlfriends. And we also do celebrity gossip, but like we report everything wrong and we have no idea what we're saying. So it's a... Um, And I'm also curious now, I don't know how closely you follow Peloton. I can tell you love them. Do you like, were you part of homecoming that recently happened? Were you watching all of the events that happened or did you get involved in any of that? Yeah. So I saw it was happening, but at the time I was doing work and filming stuff. So I didn't have time to be a part of it, but I love all that stuff. I love the fact that they do that because it's just like, it's fun stuff for all of us. And it's not just like a regular class. It's like, you're excited, you know, to do something different. Yeah, no, I totally agree. What do you feel like? I'm a huge fan of not just the products, but also Hmm. the company itself. Is there anything that like you kind of nerd out about about the company itself? Like, you know, I don't know the fact that they whenever we went to homecoming a couple years ago, they had big foam high fives. Like I totally nerded out about that, that they gave out. Like, is there anything that like you just absolutely love you're a fan of? I mean, I feel like we could add some mimosas, (laughs) alcohol and pizza. Because, you know, sometimes we should be rewarded for killing it. Yes. I feel like it's a real shame you couldn't like go back in time in a time machine and go to the studio whenever they first opened because they used to have kind of like parties in the studio with all of the members and they all like would have like they weren't supposed to have things in their solo cups, but they had stuff in their solo cups. And uh, it was it was a blast. (laughs) It was so much fun. I only did two in my life, but mud runs. So you would literally kill it with all your friends, do the mud run, and then everyone will go to the bar and celebrate after. So that's like stuff that that's nice. That's fun. It is. Yeah. It motivates you. And then you like let all that adrenaline out in another healthy way. (laughs) But after a mud run, when you go to the bar, don't order a mud slide Mm. because you won't be able to tell if you dripped into it. Mm. Seriously. I mean, that's a pro tip. Literally a mess. So I know that you mentioned you had worked on kind of like a collaboration. There's obviously lots of other collaborations Peloton is working on. Would that be something that you might be interested in with Peloton in the future? And if so, like, what would you envision that looking like? A collab like what? Oh, I don't know. Like they did the thing with uh, Shonda Rhimes where it was the year of yes. And so it was like all inspirational. What if they had like, I don't know, a snooky version where it was just like people being real? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd definitely be down for that. All real, like no filter, because that's me all the time, especially as a mom. Like, you know, we had Mother's Day the other day and everyone was posting like all these like glamorous pictures and like their dresses at brunch with their kids and like these, you know, Ralph Lauren outfits. And here's me like begging my kids to take a picture with me at seven o'clock at night so I could do my post and we're all in pajamas. No one's looking at the camera. Everyone's yelling at me and I have no makeup on and I'm just a mess. So I (laughs) it real like that and not you know, try and make everything look like it's, you know, perfect because it's not. So that would be my thing is keeping it real. And then, of course, the classes would be like all house music. Like, let's go. <laughs> now, I'm curious. Do you ever take Ben Aldis's classes? Because he does a lot of house music. Really? Uh, he, oh, yes. 
that down. Definitely. Yeah, he's one of the UK instructors, but he does do a lot of house music. So what about the DJ rides with? Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried a DJ ride or DJ ride or run? DJ's so cute because he's so dramatic and like gets into it. And by like the second, you know, two minutes in, he's sweating more than like me. And he's just I love his vibes. <laughs> he has the best. He's very motivational and real on his Instagram. He talks while you're dying. Yes. And I love how he talks about like his struggles with body image and his mental health yeah. issues and very open about all that. And I love that about him. Totally. DJ John Michael. I, I was saying it me. for people who oh, didn't know. I was like, I think I'm most out of the know. loop, but I know that much. <laughs> what about your boutique that you have? The shop that you have? There's a couple locations, right? Yeah. So I had the Snooki shop online for a while. And then I decided, you know what? I always wanted to have like a physical store just to be like, oh, I have like a cute little shop come in. So I ended up opening that like, I think three years ago. And then I just opened a new one in November a town close to where I grew up, Beacon, New York. And then I have my one here in Jersey and Madison, New Jersey. And right now I'm looking at places in Long Island just because I have a lot of fans there and Long Island's like amazing. So yeah, I'm trying to expand, but I love being, you know, a store owner just because obviously I love clothes and I love leopards. So the fact that I can have a store filled with leopard sauce, I mean, I love it. So I have a follow-up here. So you opened a store in November? Right in the middle of COVID. Of the pandemic in November of 2020? I don't know why. I just, you know, I don't think on things and I feel like that's why I'm so successful because I just don't think and I go and usually it just happens and you know, it works out. So yeah, I decided to open in November and I mean, it worked out. It's, it's not like the best, but you know, it's working. Wow. That's, I mean, that's ballsy. It like, is. I, you know, like I was like, I'm super jelly. You yeah. don't get in your head. You don't get in your head about stuff. You just do it. I'm a Sagittarius, so I just go. And I feel like if I think about it too much, it'll never happen. And I always, I don't know, I just go with my gut feeling. I'm very intuitive. So I was like, this has to happen right now. I'm curious, does your actual home closet look the way a boutique does? I envision that it does for some reason. My colors in my boutique are black and white and then hints of gold. And my walk-in closet is black and white tile and there's gold everywhere. So literally when I built my house, I I made sure I had this closet and I was like, you know, I'm going to pretend this is like my store, but it's really my closet. So yeah, it just, everything just came to life. I love that. So are you drowning in Peloton branded clothes as well? Or are you like, I got my own boutique. I don't need that stuff. No. Yeah. I mean, I like to support myself, but I also love Peloton. So when I do work out, I'm either wearing Snooki Sport, which is like my stuff, or I'm wearing Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) One of the three. (laughs) She said, keeping it real. Walmart. You don't get much more real than Walmart. I love that. (laughs) I have a little bit of an addiction with the, uh, the boutique. Once a week. It's bad. Do you? That's great. That's great. And you can't just buy one thing when you go to Walmart. It's all the things. So do you have any advice for people just getting a bike or tread? Well, I literally told Jenny this because she just got the bike and now she's on it every single day and she's getting better and better. But I warned her. I was like, girl, it's not easy. Do not take Kendall's class. Go definitely (laughs) the beginner's class because it can be discouraging, you know, because, you know, people try the bike out and they're not you know, they're just not ready for it yet. It can be discouraging and be like, oh, I totally made a mistake. This is not for me. So definitely just take it slow. And it takes time to actually to be able to go into the intermediate classes. I mean, it took me like three months to be able to do an intermediate class on the bike. So don't be discouraged. Just keep going. 
and I've been there. I'm still there when I get on the bike because I haven't been on the bike for probably a month now because I've been running. But when I do go on the bike, I'm like, I'm a beginner again. Like, this sucks. Isn't it funny? I always find that so interesting that like, you would think running would be make you better on the bike, but it makes me worse on the bike. Like my output goes down. I could run every single day and I get on that bike and my output goes down. It drives me nuts. It's crazy because my output on the tread is almost 400. And then my output on the bike is like 120. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, this, and now I know where I'm good at. (laughs) (laughs) I like running. (laughs) I do too. I get that though. It makes you feel like you're better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does for me. But I think there's also something about running that's a little more meditative than a spin class. And I love spin classes, but I don't know. There's something about yeah the rhythm of running that makes it a little more meditative. So yeah, I just feel like I'm moving more. I feel like I'm killing myself more because you're like, you're moving your whole body. On the bike, I just feel like I'm sitting, but like my legs are burning. You know what I mean? I do. I do love spin in a class. Like Once Peloton opens, I'm there for classes, but just me on the bike, I'm just, you know, I can't get motivated. I don't know. Okay. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So are you comfortable with sharing your leaderboard name with people or no? So I do have Mama, which is like my public one, but I have it on there because I got so many like requests that it was overwhelming. I was like, I I just want to work out. So I do have the Mama one, but I haven't been on there. I do have my private one that... I'm going to keep private and that's what I use every day. But yeah, I totally understand. Totally get it. I totally get it. (laughs) Awesome. I think that's all I have. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. And we really do appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know you have more important things than our little dog and pony show. So thank you. Fine. I got got a break from the kids. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that brings this episode to a close. It does. (laughs) <laughs> was that a Are trick you, i know i just I, you you seem so <laughs> hesitant to say you just don't want the snooky episode to ever i don't end. i you don't had so much fun. i did in fact have yeah. so much fun it so, was surreal yeah uh no surreal life i don't think she was on that one no no that was true. okay so what pray tell do you have in store for people next week we are going to talk to ben Potashinsky, who used to work at Disney as one of the um, actors who was in the Frozen show and the Hoopty Doo Review and among like a million other shows. He's a comedian and he's been voted like the top comedian in Orlando many times. So I'm super excited for this conversation. And I will add a tease to that because it's Disney and we needed to prove it's a small world. We will have at the end of next week's episode, quite possibly... The biggest coincidence in the history Ever. of coincidences. Yes. It's pretty hysterical. So it is. You, so you definitely want to listen to next week's episode and stick around to the end to find out what this major coincidence is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it for this one. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Twitter, Instagram, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and don't forget to check out our YouTube YouTube channel where you can watch our episodes uh, and see all the interviews and all the faces Crystal makes at me when I say something that upsets her. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running. 